guess who's back, back, mm, back again, again, come on, Molly's back, back, come on, tell a friend, friend, <laughs> thank you, thank you for being here today, I welcome you to the Business of Life, the podcast where we're going to get you the relevant information and inspiration to achieve the goals that you have for yourself, no, not the goals that mama set, nor which daddy set, but the goals that you have set for yourself, my name is Jamal Amity, and I appreciate you once again. Um, the whole purpose of this podcast is to one, like I said, information, funnel that to you, uh, because even the best carpenters or construction folks uh, aren't at their best without the right tools and strategies uh, to get the job done. So uh, conceptually, we're going to try to get you some business strategies, tools, concepts uh, that will help you reach uh, the goals that you've set for yourself. And then second of all, inspiration. Uh, my belief is that we all um, Regardless of who we are, we work at our best uh, when we're in a positive state, we're in the sweetness of our emotions. Uh, so I want to get you information even there that's going to get you in that space to do good things on this on this earth. So let's get it done. I love you, of course, uh, and I'm looking forward to your success. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome to the podcast, Business of life, the business of life. My name is Jamal Amadi. I'm going to be your host, and uh, I probably be, would be remiss if I did not uh, come with some tea, right? Uh, so I've come with the tea um, as a surprise. TT, she's going to be my co-host uh, on this thing with me to get through uh, this information and inspiration we're trying to get to you. TT, you there? Yes, I am here. Hello, hello. How you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How about you? I'm doing positively well. I won't complain. <laughs> it's been a good day. <laughs> you ready to get it, get into it? Let's get into it, love. Well, let's do it. Let's start with this business goal accomplishing side, right? Um, as I, especially when you take into account everything that's going on with the coronaviruses, you you see more and more people opening businesses, which is like a beautiful thing. Um, and my understanding of the economy is that, especially locally um, in New Orleans and Louisiana in general, uh, in order for us to get to the point where we want to be, uh, it's probably going to take the power of small businesses. So there are good things that's going on here. Uh, but I've observed some gaps, right, um, right, in terms of business strategies and principles that people are using. Hence, that's why we're doing this thing today. So. I guess mm -hmm. first question to start off with is if I'm starting a business or I have an idea, I haven't even started a business. Like, how do I even know it's a good idea? How do I know it's going to work? Like, and what do I do from that point? Um, have you experienced right. about that? That's like had to go through that, that initial process before. Oh yeah. Several times you just kind of got to hit the drawing board and, um, figure it out you know because at the end of the day it's kind of all about supply and demand right like yeah. what is what is your product that you're representing that, that, that the people that's, want or that the people need that's that's an absolutely great point that that first came to my head um i guess a more technical term is market research right because people have passions right. and and love for certain products and services but if the people that you're 
you know, at, at least in a geographical point of view, like the people in your immediate area aren't interested in that product. Um, the worst thing is to waste your time, right? <laughs> so, so it's like, yeah, first of all, right. making sure that your product or service aligns with, you know, the general community um, that you're going to be selling to, which is, yeah, that's, that's an awesome point. So right. first of all, making sure there's a need. Oh, and of course, when you start off, it's going to be local. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you can always try to expand more, especially with the way technology is set up. Of course, getting on and starting a web page or a website for whatever that product is, if you can get mm -hmm. it out that way. You know, but if it's maybe like uh, your interest is bakery, you want to open a bakery. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to start local and getting flyers out and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um. To, to the to the local area, you know, you might you might more likely to come up across somebody that may be interested in maybe a party or a wedding reception or something like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like it really just depends on that saturated market that you're looking to get into, because the same marketing technique you know won't work for all it businesses. Does. The one thing that we can say is um, common right now is maybe like social media. That's like the one common ground like that everyone can use to market their business yeah. like and, right and now. That's seven, it's not seven. I should say three years ago when I started my own digital marketing firm, marketing firm, the whole concept and the aha moment for me was that regardless of the place you are, you can literally market to anybody. Like right now from my house in New Orleans, right. I can decide if my product I serve online is better for people in China. I can find out, you know, they might not have zip codes, but zip code, what the zip codes are, are, so to speak, and then run advertisements to those folks. They can pay online for my product and I'm making the China money, if you will. So, you know, that's, I think that's really important. You know, you want to have your, 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 your stuff all nice and neat and cut out in terms of, you know, your local area that you're going to be serving. But I think in today's, you know, global economy, we've got to think more outside of where we are. First of all, you know, that's going to be our bread and butter where we are. Uh, but we also have to spend time thinking about who can we reach outside of our local area, which right. is, that's, that's a great point. Yeah. So like, what about, you know, for people who, who are wanting, who need and want more information, um, like what, what, do, you know, how do how do people get the information that they need to move forward? Have you ever thought about that one? What as as far as finding information? Finding information. I mean, information is always out there. I feel like uh, you can't go wrong, especially if uh you don't mind putting yourself out there and networking. I feel like networking is always um, the biggest, best tool because you never know who you may come across that may know something that you don't or maybe um, can guide you at least in the right direction yeah. to where you want to go. You know, that's, that's sometimes, it. especially with our people, we don't want to share information. We don't want to give it up. And, and it, it is it's crazy to me. I feel like we already behind the curve enough. I feel like we should be able to live or uh, uh, lend a help a hand to one another. Oh. Absolutely. And it, it's usually a reciprocal thing, too, you know, yeah. because when I give information, for instance, I, I build websites and I have a system whereby I do it. And most people I know are smart enough to build websites. Right. Right. Um, but they normally don't have the time to do it. They're not invested in it. Mm -hmm. So if I share 
for instance, on social media, a video about the process to building a fantastic website. That's no threat to me because those people who are entrepreneurs are not going to sit there for hours at a time to build a website. So mm-hmm. this concept of right that, you know, I can't give out information because I need to keep it to myself. It might be stolen. That's not how business works. It's a content oriented, um, you know, economy right now, meaning I need to give you some type of value, which is usually through information. And then what you do is you come to me when you have a need for that very thing that I talked about. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Then I was reading an article on Black Enterprise about, interestingly enough, a black hair care company uh, who produced, and it was a small business by a young lady. Uh, her name is, let me see if I can find it. Uh, her name is Tina Beasley, right? I don't know where she's from, but she had a, she has a hair care company. Uh, but what she did was she started uh, to find ways that she could help black women who are active because she saw a gap. That was the market research we talked about earlier. She saw a gap in products for women who are active, who like to work out, who like to run and so forth and so on. Uh, so what she did was she created that product. And as she networked, like you said, uh, guess who uh, decided to partner with her and give her initial uh, investment money? Johnson and Johnson. Why? Uh, but if she, if she had taken that same approach mm-hmm. of keeping the information to herself, mm-hmm. she might not uh, been able to like take advantage of the Johnson and Johnson investment that they made. So that's an absolutely good point that you made. Right. Right. Cause you never know. You never Somebody know. might be that leg up. You know what I'm saying? It's not to you say everybody going to be willing to give you the information with open arms and hands wide open, especially if they got mm-hmm. it out the mud themselves. Nobody gave them a leg up to get where they are. I know mm-hmm. that sometimes people like that, want to withhold information but not everybody's like that some people are opening up more and then if they don't want to give you the information then that's fine don't let that stop you either you know what i'm saying it's going to appreciate it and it's going to build more value to you and your brand and your business by by going don't letting that stop you and going by any means necessary to get the information that you need to start your business absolutely like you can pretty much google anything you know what yeah. I mean? Like the resources are there for you. And and uh another thing I would say is get yourself around people with the same mindset as you or yeah. same drive as you that's gonna keep you motivated and keep you pushing towards your goal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got your friends and you got your close people that's around you, but if they don't have that same drive and them same goals as you do. You can't you mm-hmm. can't wait on them to to believe in you. You're gonna have to believe in yourself around. Sure. You know what I mean? Because if you Absolutely. if you wait around on your family and your friends, sometimes you'll never get where you're trying to go. Yeah. You just have and to build one, that that business family. It's okay to separate your family family mm-hmm. from your business family. You can have both. One additional point to that, and that those are that's valuable right there. What you just said. Um, I don't you know. I don't push my faith on anybody, but even biblically, it says give and it shall be given unto you. Uh, The concept of if I give, I lose is a non-concept. The principle of the world, you know, um, and it's one of the reasons Bill Gates has succeeded as one of the top, you know, philanthropists in the the world is because he gives his money, but some way, shape, form or fashion, he always gets it back in 
you know, some monetary or non-monetary form. So that's a good point that you make. It's, it's important that we remember, you know, we don't have to hold information. And I like what you said. It's okay to have a business family. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you got your personal family. We can go out and do things that are on a personal level. But, you know, that doesn't mean I have to necessarily carry you into my business affairs. And that's okay to do. That's okay to do. But here, like you made this point, and I think we were trying to transition into that this life part that that the whole business of life concept is built around. Because I, what I think is that even though they're separate, they're almost one and the same. Mm -hmm. um, for instance, if if I'm depressed and I run an accounting agency, the quality of my work will probably decrease based on my depression. So mm -hmm. to some extent, I have to get the depression addressed first. Thereafter, I can become a better accountant. So how do we how do we like deal with the life things while also dealing with, you know, the professional side? Like, how do you balance the two? Um, you just got to find your gap. You just got to find. You have to find that 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 thing, that outlet. You know, everybody needs their outlet, their outer plug. Because mm -hmm. life does weigh you down. Life has a tendency to just kick you even when you're already down. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So yeah. you should just find that thing that is your therapy, whether it's uh getting away for the weekend. You need to get some peace and quiet in the mountains of the sticks. Or maybe you just need to be around friends and family and do tequila shots all night or you know maybe you want to go bowling or whatever it is maybe you just need to sit down with a nice quiet book and some wine you know what i mean you just have to find what that thing is that's going to help you recharge in both your personal and your business life because i feel like sometimes with your business you could get discouraged because maybe um you didn't accomplish something as fast as you wanted it to be done okay. Right. You know, maybe you, you set a, a time frame for yourself, like, oh, I was supposed to make X amount of dollars or sell this amount of quantity by this amount of time, and, and you, you didn't meet that deadline. Right. And it seems like one thing after another keeps happening, and you're not getting where you want to go. You know, sometimes I feel like we need to find that uh, recharging that and remember what motivated or drove us to start the business in the first place. Yeah, that's that's why I was going to go with it. it. It all boils down to the why for me, um, because I think we've all all experienced it to a certain extent where we've got some goal we're trying to accomplish. We know why and it feels good and we get into the nitty gritty of it, if you will. And then suddenly motivation is drained. Right. right. Normally it's because our eye was closer. And I'm kind of speaking on a more spiritual end now. Our eye was closer to the why initially than it is down the line where we're drained. So we, we've got to kind of redirect our eye um, to the why uh, so that we can kind of generate uh, those emotions uh, to move us forward. Because my belief is that we all do our best when we're like in a good mood. Right? Some people, mm -hmm. you know, this is a, a forum to disagree. But some people think that, you know, for instance, if I need to do something that's going to take a lot of energy, I need to get myself mad. I need to get angry so I have that angry, you know, energy. Um, but science is now clearing up the fact that no, no, no. You do your best work when you're in your best mood, right? <laughs> like you might need energy, 
and the angry energy might help, but the good energy, positive energy is the best state that you can be in. So being able to go back to the why, draw that why, and like you said, do some things personally that are just going to make you feel good. If it's hanging with your family, hanging by yourself, you know, you know you, hopefully you do. And if you don't, we're going to get you to that point. Um, mm-hmm. but if you know you do what you want to do. Um, of course, have a time limit or frame to it so that it doesn't get ridiculous and you can get back to work. Um, but almost prioritize and schedule that before you even start the endeavor. Right. Absolutely. I, I feel that. Start. I feel that. Absolutely. I like the way you said that too. And it, it has its parts, but you know what? In that same time, I do agree. Like when your business is flourishing and you're happy. It's gonna, it's gonna kind of, it's gonna be like a marriage, right? They say happy wife, happy life. That's what they uh-huh. say. Yeah. You know, and when you're in that business, you're married to that business. You know what I'm saying? You're treating that business right, and that business is treating you right. You can't help but to be happy and flourish. But That's I feel it. like sometimes people uh get complacent in that too, mm-hmm. and forget that you could switch it up. And 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 you know what I'm saying? Slow and steady wins the race. If you know, and you're in a good flow of supply and demand for your customer, your consumer or whatever. Right. Um, that's fine. But I don't I, I hate for people to get content, you know, I feel like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and they get kind of snobby with it. <laughs> you know that's, what I mean? Yeah, I mean like, oh I am do you know who I am type <laughs> stuff? Like you I know got, what I mean? And you have to be careful of that because those are the vibrations that come off the people and then it will eventually cause you to lose business. Uh, right. The the concept is this: we are always pursuing to become better, bigger, more than we are right now. So complacency is almost poisonous because your natural humanity is going to want you to always go one step further. Right? That's just in us. That's why we. That's why we. You know, we have mates. That's why we have children. Like we always want to do more. Than what mm-hmm. we are in some shape, form, or fashion. So knowing that you should always, even if it's not an intense focus, you should always be looking forward to what the next move is, right? Right. I just don't want to be flat-footed and not being able to redirect myself. I want to have some type of, you know, pseudo plan, some type of mini plan um, so that if I do reach A, I know what is next. Right. How are you? You know what they say about those uh those idle hands? What do they say about them? Them idle hands bring trouble because <laughs> them hands get too still. They get too still and too complacent. Yeah. And then everything starts happening. You start touching stuff and doing stuff you don't have no business. <laughs> and then you're gonna look up trying to figure out what happened. Absolutely, absolutely. So what I'm gonna do before we. We head out, Tiff. I'm going to read off a couple of, uh, just for the inspirational side, a few um, tweets by one of my favorite people in the world, Bishop T.D. Jakes. And hopefully whoever's listening can uh, find some inspiration from this. So the first tweet that uh, T.D. Jakes posted I'm going to read off is, uh, your purpose is greater than your pain. Don't let your pain distract you from the purpose that God has on your life. Has on your life. Your purpose is greater than your pain. Do not let the pain distract you from the purpose that God has placed on your heart. Um, mm. Purpose 
you won't be distracted by something that you're not designed to do. That's a good mm-hmm. one. I have to cover that in the next episode. But knowing what you're designed for, that's a knowing you. It makes life easier because you won't fuck around with things you know are not like you. It's like me being an accountant will never happen because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little ADD and I love to be around, talk to, and engage with people. Where mm-hmm. accounting is more of an introverted type of um, profession. So, but me knowing that about myself allows me to kind of disregard certain opportunities on my way. Here's, here's one. Here's one because we get so many people that complain, um, and I'm the victim of it at times about what you're going through. But he takes uh, says everything you've gone through. Is preparation what's about to happen in your life. The Lord has already given you a word. And you know what that word is? Move. <laughs> yes. I love that one. That's it. I love that one for sure. Yeah. Move. The enemy can't take away what God gave you. He just devalues it in your eyes to make you not appreciate it. God is about to stir up your gift. You're getting ready to move into a new arena, another level of anointing, gift, gifting, and influencing. And this is uh, my last one, which I love the way it starts. Trust God. He's working on something. And when he's done, everything around you will be made better. Well, 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 wasn't that fun? I, I can't tell you how much uh, I've truly enjoyed uh, that first episode. Thank you. Highest thanks to TT for her input and being available uh, to give her input on this first episode. I do have to apologize for the uh, audio uh, difficulties, if you will, that we did have. We're going to clean it up, but I want it to be an example of the exact thing that uh, I quoted from TD Jake. Sometimes you just move. Um, you accept any shortcomings that may be in a product, service, or content that you're putting out, uh, and you fix it later. But you don't stop it, or you don't allow it to stop you from moving to your next point. So um, we'll be back on Monday, um, and I want you to be encouraged until then. Have faith in yourself and clarify through uh, just a paper and a, a pen or pencil uh, what you want, uh, so that when we go through these topics, when we go through these uh, segments you'll be able to apply it to the exact vision you have for yourself. So once again, I overly thank you. uh, And you're welcome to the second episode. We'll be back Monday. Have a great weekend.